You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Yo, that's that's Chris Taylor, the fucking stinky guy. Clock out, come home, and drink away to passion burn the weekly plays. Douchey calls and sweaty balls. This is Scotch Sporting. Oh no! There we go. We're good. Like that, that was an awkwardly long time to wait. Sorry, I was copying the link into into my Discord. So that way, maybe people will come watch. Oh, your Discord? Yeah. Oh, for my for my stream, I have I have a Discord. Anyways, yeah, I linked it in there because fans. Yeah, well, because people are like, "Oh, it's Wednesday. Zanus isn't streaming," and I'm like, "Well, come watch Scotch Sporting." So maybe I, they'll come wow. hang out. You have people that are like, "Oh man, you're not streaming on Wednesdays." Yes, I do. That's my, amazing. My, my fans, my many fans. There's like three of them that that would complain about something like that. Do you have Still, like a name for them? Yeah, uh, they're well, they're they're my Zaniacs, fans. Obviously, Zaniacs. Oh, oh my like god, that. it's it wasn't a thing, but it is now. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know, elephant in the room is hippo babies on my lap again. Well, you know, it wouldn't be Scotch Sporting without a baby. It was so weird last week. Yeah. I felt like going well, to get Desmond just so we had something. Well, I got to say, uh, for, for the listeners, you know, I don't know. Chris and I had a good parenting talk before this that maybe we'll, maybe we'll put out. Uh, he was a perfect little angel the last two nights. He went down at 8 o'clock. I did the, the dream feed where you just kind of scoop him up while they're drowsy and give them a bottle. And he slept until like 5 in the morning. Uh, except it's fucking Wednesday. So tonight he's like... What up? Let's party. Do you Let's have stuff? Party. And the the podcast that I missed last week, uh, he also slept like an angel. So I think he maybe just, it maybe he just knows. Maybe there's something in the air, or maybe there's like an aura in the room. Right. Like, Mummy's busy. She has stuff to do tonight. Yeah. And obviously, making things more exciting is uh, I was entirely covered in vomit uh, a mere ten minutes ago. I like. I, I do not miss the baby phase uh, yeah. a lot. I like, I'm, there's things about it that I miss, but like, man, it is, it is just gross. You are covered in so many bodily fluids. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of missed him a bit younger when he slept all the time. Mm -hmm. That was a good phase, yeah. you know? Like they say, it's really like new, the newborn, newborn is really hard, but it's like, it, it isn't because no, they sleep. They just constantly. sleep and, and they just lay there and you can watch TV because they're yeah, just you, laying you there. Do you don't have to do really. Anything. Yeah, you just like, oh, look, here's your little thing, and they blah, and, that, and that's it. It's great. Yeah, there's no entertaining them, really. They nope. just. Now, just now, Dad, I'm bored. And, and I'm like, there's thousands of dollars of toys in your bedroom. Dad, I'm bored. There's thousands of dollars of electronics in my computer room that you have complete access to. Dad, I'm bored. Okay. <laughs> Mark, something we talked to, I talked about before you joined and we started recording, but I'm curious your answer. When did you realize you smelled? Because I'm, I'm looking at my beautiful, innocent, adorable baby and thinking one day you will be soon, you will be disgusting. Because, you know, when Dave and I found out we were having a kid, we, we, we wanted a boy. No offense to girls, I obviously am one. We were very happy to have a boy, but guys are, are disgusting in a way that girls aren't. And I had that disgusting window from like 11 to 19 when you really start understanding what your body is doing and wanting to impress people. So, but what age did you realize, I, I stink? I want to say around 10 because I was like really into athletics. Wow. Growing up. Mark was really a lot of uh a lot of a lot of track and field actually yeah because like i was I saying mean, for me it was around 14 and i went to school one day and i'm sitting in class and i'm like just trying i'm like what is that smell and then it slowly <laughs> dawns on me by the by oh, the, no. the second or third class of the day the house. it's like yeah <laughs> get out of the house <laughs> But yeah, and, and and so it was like it was around fourteen where I was like, oh, I have to, I have to shower every day. I have to brush my teeth every day. I have to wear deodorant. I have to do these things. 
because if I don't, I'm going to stink. And people are going to be like, yo, that's that's Chris Taylor, the fucking stinky guy. Because we all knew the stinky guy. Like, there was oh, yeah, always, there the, was guy always the stinky guy. And you don't want to be yeah. the stinky guy. And and again, that, that's it's a dynamic of, of high school, but it's a dynamic of, like, just life, like social skills. Just having the the self-respect to put forth your best foot. I, I, my grandpa always gave me advice and I will raise Rowan the same way. You can, you can be and, and do and present yourself however you want. And I mean, present yourself like with clothing and stuff, not yeah. obviously sexuality, gender. He can, he can be whoever the fuck he wants to be, you know, but like, I think I wanted pink hair when I was like 16 and my brother wanted piercings everywhere. And my grandpa was like, okay, but just know that people are going to look at you and judge you a certain way. Right. And if you are comfortable with people having an impression of you that might not be accurate based on what you're presenting, go for it. And I think that always stopped us weirdly. Right. Because, like, my brother wasn't a punk. Right. He was a, he was a jock and a goody two-shoes, and he was like, oh, I don't want people, like, not giving me a job because I have, like... Yeah, eyebrow rings everywhere. So, like with with Lexi, so my daughter, she's twenty two now, but she's had every color hair you can think of: pink, purple, blue, green, white. She's done it all, and she started like probably when she was around fifteen or or sixteen. Um, actually, maybe even earlier, maybe fourteen. Anyways, we told her like it's like our our rule with hair is it's hair. It grows yeah, back. Yeah. Do whatever you want. You know, like, like do whatever you want. And, 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 uh, I think, uh, especially with like piercings and tattoos and stuff, I think the world has come around so much on them. Oh yes. Yeah, so that, much. Like, we like when we were kids, I mean, I know I was a kid long before you guys were kids, but like <laughs> when we were kids, you know, like I, I wanted, I wanted an eyebrow piercing because it was the mid nineties yeah, and my, my mom, my mom fucking lost it on me. She's like, you'll never get a job. No one will take you seriously, blah, blah. And here I am, you know, 16, 17 years old with hair down to like halfway down my chest, ripped no jeans, ripped jeans, Doc Martens, you know, like, like no one's taking me seriously anyways, mom. I look like a fucking hobo. What's an eyebrow piercing going to do? You and my older brother, yeah. cause for laughter, are the same age. So he also wanted an eyebrow ring. Of course. And I might have told you guys a brilliant and again a strategy I will employ with Rowan here. My dad's threat was okay, I'll go too. Oh, nice. All right. And so my brother wanted an eyebrow piercing, and he I, there was a time he wanted an earring too. And my dad was like, okay, I'll take you and I'll get it done too. Wow. And it was just like, just enough that my brother was like, no, I don't think he'll do it. But I'm not taking the risk. I'm not willing to take that risk. (laughs) I mean, it's a good thing your brother doesn't hate your dad, because if he hates your dad, he's like, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, let's go. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Martin. Get one of of these ones, too. The the one in the nose. Oh. I don't, I don't. Now, please. Do, yeah, yeah. Lose... My answer is you do you, but I, I was I... going to say, if we're going to lose fans over this, maybe yeah. cut it out. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that's bold, but brave. I don't know if men look good in nose rings. I think women do. I think women look yeah. beautiful with the nose ring and right. all kinds. I think a woman can do the, you know, the one at the, is it the septum? The one you can do nostrils. They can have both sides. Women look great. Men, yep. not good look. Nah, eyebrow though. Eyebrow was a good look in the '90s. Maybe not so much today, but in the '90s, it was a good look. Yeah, like men, men, men in tank tops. I feel the same way. A lot of the time, although Dave has some good tank tops, I meant like basketball jersey tank tops, and a back of the calf tattoos on a woman. Oh, okay. There's very few that look that look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sides yeah. good, you know, thighs, arms, yeah, whatever. But back, no, you're right. Back, back of the calf works on a dude. Doesn't work well on a chick. 
Yeah, one of my friends has this beautiful photorealism thing on her calf. I think that looks stunning. But like, you know, it's the same with men and nose rings. Like, it's very, very rare. Right, that it that you they pull are it exceptions, off. They're exceptions to a rule. Yeah. Anyways, thanks, thanks for listening to uh, Body week, Part. <laughs> this week in adolescence. <laughs> yeah. So baby, baby is awake and staring at me, but Look at he, that. he's got thousand-yard stare. So hopefully that's ending soon. And again, come at me, parents. Yeah, I'm in survival mode right now. <laughs> so we've done a lot. We have all these perfect rules, and Chris, I'm sure you know too, of like. Here's what we're going to do. Here's our routines. And for the most part, you stick to it. But every once in a while, you're like, I don't fucking care. Fine. Then come hang out on my lap while That's I podcast. Right. That's right. Uh-huh. And it's, he pops up almost every Wednesday, but I swear on everything that is holy. And I have receipts if you need them. Mm-hmm. He's been, he only does this on Wednesday. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. <sighs> well, shall we get talking about sports, gentlemen? Let's do it. It is late. Let's do it. I got to put this baby to bed. So we're going to start with the Scotch Sporting leadoff, uh, where we're going to take five topics. We're going to give you guys a minute to riff on them. Well, I think you get uh, the I whole really... minute on number four. Okay. You're, you're getting the whole minute on oh, number nice four. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, ha- I have thoughts. Okay. I think it was a hockey play. Uh, okay. <laughs> So we are going to start with the CFL playoffs because you guys must be fucking thrilled. Um, so we'll start with the with the West. Um, uh, Saskatchewan played Calgary. It went into double overtime. Was Saskatchewan winning? When when Hamilton won, I was out for a walk and I said, like, if Calgary, if it's Hamilton, Calgary in the Grey Cup, I have to go, reg- right. like, regardless of how much tickets are. So right. now I'm really thankful I don't have to spend a couple hundred bucks. And sit out in the side in the snow. How? Tell me about being at the game. How thrilled were you guys? And talk to me about, about playing Toronto because if a tree falls in the woods during an Argos playoff game, <laughs> does anyone give a shit? Because no one's there. No one's there. All right, go ahead, Mark. Well, ta- saying, Mark, ta- yeah, tell them about me. So it's like four minutes left in the first quarter. It's three nothing Montreal. Hamilton's offense hasn't looked great so it's far. Terrible. Yeah. He says. I'm ready to leave at halftime. Let's go to the wow. coop. We'll watch the game from there, and we'll be warm and have chicken. I'm like, it's the first quarter. Calm we'll down. We'll be warm, and we'll have chicken. Um, yeah, and then... And, and, then, then... Uh, and then on the Mazzoli touchdown pass, this is the best. As it's being thrown. Where the hell are you throwing it? Oh, wait. Mazzoli bank catches it. Oh, touchdown. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> well, I, did I say that? Are you sure it was me? Someone said that. I heard it. I don't think me. I said it because I, I, I think it was the dude behind me because I yeah. saw where that play was going. I'm like, oh, but that's Banks. So, <laughs> so I don't think it was me that said that. But uh, man, I just heard from behind me. I was still like watching the play. I'm like, Chris again, really? I'm still not sold. <laughs> I'm still not sold on this team getting past Toronto. Uh, I, I think we can. I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up. It's best to keep them low. That's, that's I mean, right. What you did la- during the game, you you were ready to leave at halftime. That's yeah, how yeah. But then, but then the fumble and the sacks, and I was I was in it as soon as the D started. Yeah, like, I kept telling you it the down. defense is the defense is fine. You're like hey, so, it's okay. Are you guys? Are you? I mean, we're going over the minute, but this is we should have done this last. Are you guys coming to Toronto for the game? Uh, no, no, no. So the, there's the thought. Still extremely reasonably priced. Right. So there's a thought, and and our buddy Paul is the one who who said this who explained the idea and I completely agree with him. So we go to Toronto next week, freeze our asses off. And if yeah. Hamilton loses, now we have to go to the Grey Cup and watch Toronto in the Grey Cup and we're pissed off. This and way off right, okay. this way we're at home, it's warm. If Hamilton yeah. loses, they lose and we go to the Grey Cup and freeze and watch Toronto. If they win, then we're fucking thrilled that they're in the game. And everything's great. So to even me, better, if they lose, we just switch the channel on the TV because Paul's got five different screens. That's right, we and, we're, and we're going over to our buddy Paul's, and we're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna. He's got five TVs set up, so we'll have NFL, CFL. It'll be great. Okay, okay, that's good. And then, is there what is the bitterness level if Toronto wins? 
and no one caring here. Uh, I mean, it's like it's, it's happened before. Uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, like, go, man. I and they're trying. Like, what is Tori was out there like? Oh, it's Argo's day yesterday or the day yeah. before, and said sure. Okay. You are you didn't even know. No. Amazing. There you go. Oh my God! Can this? Can I heard it on the radio. And 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 then said they had a record nine wins. How are you going to get fans to your stadium when you say that they, the record for them is nine wins, which isn't true? They've had no. fifteen win seasons multiple times. And but, I I only found out that it even was Toronto. And this is me, someone who hosts a sports podcast and genuinely follows the CFL enough that I should know what I'm talking about. I didn't know Toronto was even in the playoffs, let alone had a bye until a friend of mine who does the the media for it posted like who's from Hamilton. Right. Posted something about it. And Crazy. I was like, Oh, that's fun. <laughs> Well, we're in the playoffs. They won the division. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and not. A, I thought, oh, they didn't make it. But when Hamilton beat the Alouettes, I was like, so who are they playing next? Yeah. I was like, it's not Toronto. Toronto didn't make it. They oh, did. they did. Uh, okay, so Mark, this is, God, Chris, you're getting good with these Bergevans or Bijevans. <laughs> this is great. No, I really just wanted to talk, bring this up as a topic because I like giving Mark the opportunity to be smug. Um, and so people were calling for extensions for Bergevin, like saying what a great GM he is. And then Mark's like, mm. and then why don't you walk us through it, Mark? What happened? Well, uh, just this past weekend, Bergevin finally got fired after leading the Montreal Canadiens to their worst start in franchise history. Worst start. Worst start ever. Ever. Wow. wow. Ever. They've been around a long time too, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Like over yeah. 100 years, yeah? Over 100 years, huh. yeah. Worst ever. Hey, that's something you can hang your hat on, though. That's history. <laughs> Going from cup finalist to worst record ever. How, how, how often has that happened? Uh, I mean, there, there have been, like, cup finalist hangovers. But right. nothing as drastic as this. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah. But, you but know, let's not forget, th- that team that made it to the finals got super lucky. Right. And that's why you see this huge drop. Actually, you know, it might even be similar to Florida's drop after the 9-6 Cup final when they got swept by Colorado because they haven't won a first-round playoff since. <laughs> well, let's hope that happens to Montreal. Clock out. Yeah. Um... Okay, uh, the weekly update of Don't Do the Thing. I don't know if you have the graphic ready, Chris. There's a lot of cases this week. Oh, so I, I, I want to stop talking about this as a topic, but if I can keep I, doing the thing. I mean, realistically, like, we're, get, we're getting... Okay, hold on. Let, let's finish, finish introducing it, and then we'll, uh, we'll start the clock. Oh. Okay, so... I just, I was reading about all of the people doing the thing this week, uh, and I even forgot one. Uh, Mike McCarthy, head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, is on COVID protocol because he, he caught it. Uh, the OHL Sudbury Wolves, 12 players have tested positive. I know we don't do a lot of minor sports in this, but that's a huge number. Uh, Boston Bruins head coach Bruce Cassidy is in COVID-19 protocol. Don't know if he has it, but he has had contact. And the Oilers have canceled practice because defenseman Cody Cece is also has been exposed to COVID, if not has it himself. Wow. So, dear God. Chris, what were you going to say? Start the clock. Okay, so what I was going to say is we're we're nearing the point where where this stuff is, like, it's still happening, but we're nearing the point where it's going to stop really mattering. Um. You think? The, yes, because the the vaccination rates are high enough that, and and you know Pfizer's got uh, 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 therapeutics coming. Once there's vaccine plus treatment, this is like we're, we're done. We're gonna get rid of the masks. Get rid of the the the. It'll be like an annual flu shot. It'll be a flu shot. Thing. It'll be it'll be, and then and then there'll be something. Oh, you got it. Here, take take your take ivermectin. Your uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your horse pace and your COVID. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's 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 going to be fine. 
I my prediction, and you know me in predictions. Go. Here we fucking go. My prediction is that we will not be talking about doing the thing in six months from now. So what's today? December first. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, so by June first, doing the thing will not. It won't even be a thing. May first. Technically May first. Yeah, May first. Yo, right, May first. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So it will be at the height of hockey playoffs. Baseball will be just getting geared up. Yes, we'll be just about ready to start the next CFL season, and and it'll be basketball, CFL. Okay, we're not gonna we're we're gonna be like whatever. I think it's still gonna be happening. I think we're just it's gonna still start gonna be being, happening. Immune, but... immune to it, pardon the pun. Right. <laughs> I, well, no, I don't. I, like the thing is, is I don't it's, think it's like getting IBS. It, it's gonna, it's gonna stay forever. It's and gonna, if you get IBS, yeah, yeah. you're gonna well, have our flare-ups. Yes, it'll be like any disease. You, you get sick, you, you sit out a couple of games, and then you come back. Friends, I, I have IBS, and it is something you just have to live with. And exactly, it's manageable. And but there was a time in university where I was like, I need to know where all of my toilet exits are. Right. <laughs> And you can't take anything because it usually just hurts and then you poop it out. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, here we are. Okay, so you're going to let me talk for this minute? Yes, yes. Oh, my God. So go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, okay, first, the, uh, there's one thing I want to say. I read his statement about what he said that got the glove thrown at him. Yeah, and if he, I, had if, that, I had this link too. If all he said was, hey, nobody in Russia likes you, and that dude threw the fucking glove at him like that, I doubt that, that was what he chill said. the fuck out. Panarin, by the way, Panarin. Why, why would he lie? Why would he lie about okay. what he said? Why would Panarin react like that for some a stupid okay, comment? Okay, I have a theory on that. Can I do this one first then? Yes, do this yeah. one first. I'm going to give okay, you two minutes. So Here, you got one minute for this, and then I'll give you a minute for the slew foot. Okay, so Chris titled this one Taylor's Defense of the Undefensible because, as you guys know, I'm a Boston Bruins fan, and I, I make it my business to defend Brad Marchand. He's been in the news twice, so I'm going to do the first one. So last week, uh, he was in the penalty box. He said something to Artem Panarin, who threw the glo his gloves at him while he was in the penalty box, and it was, oh, what did you say to get him so mad? And he made a joke about Thanksgiving. Apparently, he said, no one in Russia likes you. Here's why I think this is funny and resulted in a glove. Do you guys remember when he got taken down by Tom Wilson last year? Vaguely. Mm, no. It was in the playoffs. Tom and Tom Wilson like threw him to the ground. It was very egregious. Tom Wilson did not get many games, and it was a huge deal because he's a repeat offender. Oh, yes, the I do rumor, remember that. Yes. The rumor it was at the time, Ovechkin is a huge um Putin supporter Putin and a big Russia guy yeah. and essentially put out a hockey hit on Panarin, who has been a vocal uh, critic uh, of Putin. Gotcha. So nobody so, in Russia like, okay. So hold now on. that's not forget. Now that let's makes not forget Panarin missed a bunch of games this year to take care of his family because of he was worried about their well-being in Russia. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So, so, now, so hold on. So now that makes a hell of a lot more sense. And is so less... I think that's why he got the glove thrown at him. But yeah. I also think why it's slightly funny of Marchand, but also a bit like his family might genuinely be killed if yeah, they're that's, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's yeah. a no go. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I remember watching figure skating with my mom growing up, and we were, we love love figure skating, and it was all like you have to really pretend that you love russia because if your family is still over there as an athlete they could kill them what a, what a magical place to live okay so here's my it reminds me of tra like trash talking sorry I, it just reminds me of an episode of scrubs when jd and turk are playing basketball and then jd trash talks but tells the truth to the one guy's like well i heard your sister was drinking again and then the guy just stops playing basketball and cries and then, yeah. oh so it's not supposed to be true <laughs> no it's like the Seinfeld thing. Do I had sex with yeah. your wife? His <laughs> wife's in a coma. His wife's in a coma. Uh, okay, so the other indefensible thing, Brad Marchand has been suspended for three games for slew-footing Canucks Oliver Ekman Larson. You guys have watched this? Yes. I highly recommend going. If, you, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the play, please go Google it to see if, if I am talking. I have a Marchand jersey. You know, we I wore it to the game when I went a couple weeks ago. I think it was a hockey play that he just leaned into. 
The puck was near Larson's foot. Marshawn moved his stick towards his foot to get the puck. I think like football, it's like when you've realized you're grabbing someone, you got you got to let go and be like, oh, fuck. Or in hooking in hockey, right? Like you put your other hand on it, it becomes a penalty. I think he stuck his foot out to get the puck. I think he yanked his stick back thinking he had the puck. I think when he realized what was happening, he should have dropped his stick and it wouldn't have been a penalty. But I think he leaned into it, which is what made it a penalty. It wasn't called during the game, though. I think if it's and any, I think if it's any other player, I, I, I think, think it's, it's no, it's, it's the right call. It, right, here we go. It's the right call. It's a slew foot. But going back to Tom Wilson, who literally, I don't know if it was Panarin or the other guy in the scrum, grabbed them helmetless and threw them down to the ice head first. Did not get that many games. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say that that was, first of all, time's up. Um, that if that's any other player, that's not, that's not a slew foot. Thank you, Mark. Sam? No, I see it as black and white. It's slew foot to slew foot, regardless. It's like <laughs> you, you're, you want it for a, a slap shot and the, get the guy in the face. Well, you get called for high sticking. I'm sorry. That's right. I agree with you. I don't know if it needed a three game suspension, though. If it's any other player, I mean, it's not a three game suspension. Of, yeah, that's the thing. If it was his first time offender, and of listen, anything. He is a master of making, like, playing on the line and making shit that's mm-hmm. dirty look less dirty than it is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, he knows what he's doing at all times. So that's yeah. why he, I'm like that licks you in the face and then yeah. goes, there's not a rule. So I'm going to lick it. Okay. I thought this was interesting. I don't know if this is worth a deep dive later, um, but I just wanted to bring it up and get your thoughts. Uh, Troy Aikman um, said in an interview about the Rams who started seven and one, I think, and then have now become not seven and one. I think they've, they've lost, lost three in a row. Three. Lost the last three. They, they participated um, in no win November. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, them. Uh, who was it? It was them, the Saints, the Lions, and there was one other team. I can't remember who it was. The Jets? No, the Jets won. They beat, uh, yeah, they beat uh, someone this week. I can't remember who. Houston. Houston, that's right. Oh, yeah. So, um, the Rams in the offseason went out and got Matt Stafford. Oh, maybe in Seattle, uh, Sorry? It was. Seahawks. Yep, it was yeah. the Seahawks. Oh, that's too bad. I Is was like, though? no, no, no. <laughs> the Rams got Matt Stafford, not Seattle. <laughs> um, I think, do you think Pete Carroll's done? Yeah. He's been done for a while. I don't know, man. I think, they, I don't think they're going to fire him, though. I think it's going to be like a, they're going to let that you- dude leave on his own terms. Well, let's not forget, yeah. Russell Wilson was semi-asking for a trade during the, this past offseason. Right. Yeah. And uh, he still okay. might get so, it. The Rams in the offseason uh, got Matt Stafford. They then got Von Miller. They got Odell Beckham Jr. You know, for all... They have uh, Sam Darnold. They have Cooper Cup. Like, for all... They had Bobby Trees before he got hurt. For all intents and purposes, they have an all-star team. Mm. This is what I said but, to Chris. The the guys they picked up, Von Miller was great five years ago. Beckham was great ten years ago. Clock? I'm starting the clock. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, the debate wasn't do they have an all star team, but I'll let it go. Well, so maybe yeah. I'm going to say my my question, and Mark, you can go on both. Troy Aikman says that he came out and said that all star teams don't work in the NFL. They do. Look so at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last yeah, year. Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year were absolutely that a was super an team. All star team. Yeah. yeah. Of course right. and, and they went and they marched right through, got a Super Bowl yeah. at fucking home. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, and I I, I agree with you guys because I think and it's funny Troy Aikman who probably well, led Aikman had his own super team. Yeah, like yeah, yeah what's he talking about? <laughs> But we and we've talked about this before. There are some sports, and basketball's one of them. Hockey sometimes, if a goalie's hot. But like, 
football isn't a sport where if you have one really good guy, they can make your season. You need an all-star team in football. Well, not necessarily. It's like Belichick. Clock out. So Mark, the goddamn thing again. Now Mac Jones. There's something weird with Belichick. I don't know if it's if it's. It, like I could play and it's, and probably would make you an all star. Yeah, it's that Belichick magic. I'm all like I don't know. Dream. I don't know if it's so much that Belichick can take a non all star team and win. I think Belichick makes you an all star. Yeah, he finds talent, and then if he finds the right talent, he can make it happen. And I'm just I mean to young Bill Belichick, good looking guy. Oh, we and watch that... a lot of the NFL Network. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they had hit. They had young pictures of him, and I was like, "You, you were a handsome dude." What happened to like, his very, son? Very American. That stupid fucking haircut. God damn it. Well, it at least he's not as big of a disappointment as Andy Reid's son. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Damn. Uh, did I tell you about it? It's really sad. They, they, yeah. that says that they've settled a huge lawsuit. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will be paying for that little girl's medical bills and basically it one when and if she recovers they are paying for her entire life that's yeah they said they basically told the family you do not have to want for anything uh did it did i tell you the the nfl network loophole that dave has found with the baby no with the baby we're trying to limit screen time because Hmm. i don't want to be but we know with how much we watch we know it's unrealistic. I right. say that as he's literally on my lap with two screens in front of me podcasting that yeah. he's asleep now. So I was like, okay, I know it's unrealistic to like no TV time because we, we want to watch. It, it Don't let him watch it if it isn't sports. So like, obviously when we watch football on Sundays, it's adorable. Like he falls asleep, you know, with Dave watching football. Dave will now just watch sports highlights <laughs> in the NFL Network any day of the week. And it's like, it's fine. It's sports. It's like, sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, has to be live sports. And then, okay. and then he's watching like fucking car racing and, you know, the bullshit TSN plays at four in the afternoon on a fucking Thursday. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a, he doesn't bother with TSN or sports. It's just, he goes straight to, the, straight NFL to the NFL Network. Network. Like, okay. It's fine. I'm watching sports. Uh, okay, so we'll do our deep dive. We don't have a ton of time uh, with the Blue Jays and our bye-bye birdie. Because since we have spoken, we as fans have lost Robbie Ray yep. and Marcus Simpson. Yep. I think we all predicted when we talked two weeks ago, Robbie Ray was gone. Yes. The way he was talking. Very past tense. Very past tense, and he seems, and I'll I'll get to it. He seems very American. Yeah, and I do, I think the Blue Jays and the Raptors, obviously the the Leafs are out of this conversation. The Blue Jays and the Raptors, I think, have trouble signing American All Stars because I think to an American, Canada is like. I don't want to live in Canada. I it think might, we're might very as well, good. Yeah, might as well be Russia. I think we're good at signing international all-stars, as can be seen with the Blue Jays and can be seen with, with the Raptors. I think we have trouble signing and keeping American all-stars. Really like George Springer? That's yeah, a really good They did it back-to-back seasons. Oh, yeah, with, Springer who's, and Gosman. Yeah, we got Gosman yeah. now. So well, I want to get to Gosman. Maybe the Blue Jays have turned the corner in this. In this, uh... yeah, yeah, because they see that young core that's getting paid peanuts. Like, oh shit, I can make my money and win. Let's right. go. So Robbie Ray signed with the Mariners, which is like okay. Like the Mariners were close to a playoff spot last year. Yeah, they were. They were only one game behind the Jays. Yeah. Marcus Simeon was the one I I was hoping we'd keep. I was stunned and, at where he went. Yeah, I thought like, he was gonna go West Coast. Because they're they're like they're they're like not. But Texas is buying everybody now. Right, but they're they got still eager at short. But are they? But they're still not good enough to to win that. Well, division. yeah, this was Adam Rothman's yeah. joke that I will not cr- claim credit for. His joke was with these signings, the Texas Rangers went from a sixty win team to a seventy win team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like they're still not. They're still not good. Like everyone, I think everyone had. Um, I think people had, did they have Simeon or Robbie Ray to the Angels? 
It would have been. I, was, I don't know. It would have been more sense for I know Simeon I, yeah. because the California connection. Yeah, that but was I still think it would have made more sense for Ray. He's going to go to California. So I, I'm sad about Simeon. I didn't have like Robbie Ray had written off. I was like, no, there's yeah, no chance. Gone. But Simeon, I'm like, no, I thought you liked it here. And you were gonna stay. He he likes. I think what happened was. He likes no, here's what I think happened. I think same thing happened with him with Encarnacion. Because remember, like days after free agency started, the Jays inexplicably signed Kendrick Morales. Like, wait, what about Encarnacion? Right. And then the rumor was that he wanted uh, four years, and the Jays were willing willing to give him three years. And then later on, the free agency period, as it went on longer and longer, Encarnacion still wasn't signed. But then he eventually signed with Cleveland. For what would have been the same amount of money he would have signed the trial, but because he has hesitated, yeah, the Jays moved on, right? And apparently the same thing happened with Ray. Ray. Apparently the Jays offered the same contract that they had Gosman and said, "Do you want this?" And apparently he hesitated, and the Jays like, "Okay," and then moved on and went to Gosman. And so my understanding is is that Gosman and Ray are very close, yeah, like like skill wise, like like he's skill gonna... wise, number wise, it's nearly identical. Right, so he's gonna come in. The difference is he's right handed instead of left handed. Right handed, and instead of using a fastball slider, he's a fastball split finger pitch. Right, and and I just read oh. something that he's like the he has the most putouts with that splitter than yeah. That split finger is deadly. Yeah, so like he we're had a gonna 92% be ninety two percent chase rate. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, that's crazy. So we are like we're gonna be okay there. Yeah. Well, yeah, our, our rotation's fantastic. I need you to talk to me about Gossman, Mark, because I am uh, not super familiar with him. So I was just looking at his stats. Yeah. And going on stats alone, I'm like, he's a he's a good pitcher. So it it looks like. He hasn't had a ton of full seasons. No. His ERA has been steadily getting better. But he's only, like, last season was a bit of an anomaly in terms of how good his ERA was. So talk to me about why I should be confident in him. First of all, he was a fourth overall pick by the uh, Orioles. Um, Secondly, he got really good because he started using split finger more. That that was the huge difference, and not only that, but the Jays were actually looking at Gosman for a couple of years. They actually offered him a multi-year contract last year, but he declined it. Signed the qualifying offer with the Giants, like Robbie Ray, betting himself that if I can do really good in this one year, I can get a huge contract, and it worked out for him. Right. Um, is he younger than Ray? Same age. They're, same same age. they're like eight months apart. So, like so like this is like th- this is just literally we take this guy out, put this guy in, and we're not even going to know the difference. Absolutely, <clears throat> that's good. Now, what do we do about Simeon? Because so I've Simeon, heard my name thrown around. I, you know what, Chris Taylor would be fantastic on this Jays team. I, I believe I, believe I would be good on this team. I love you, Chris. As I, I have you on my PC team every on. year because you have so many positions you can play. It's fantastic. Um, uh, you As know, I was getting worked on, I believe he's resigning with the Dodgers. Oh, really? I got that pop up that he was the deal. The ink was almost dry. So if you want to look it up, uh, well, you can yeah. now because everything's frozen. Say, sources say yeah. four-year deal, sixty million. Yeah, uh, Simeon is someone boy. that again. This is, this is an Adam Rothman line. It, he's a union guy. And he was always going to go where the money was. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's like, I think the Jays... That's why he just, came to the Jays, because they were only yeah. willing to give him $18 million. Seven years is a long time. I, I bet the Jays were willing to match the monies, but, yeah, not, but not the term. No, yeah, no. not the length. So a couple, like probably back when the season ended, we were talking about the three that were really good for the Blue Jays. And of the three, they, they were probably going to only keep two. Well, they've lost two of them. It was Marcus Simeon, Robbie Ray, and Teoscar Hernandez. Does this bode, does this bode well that the Jays are going to sign Teoscar? Yeah. Great. I, yeah. I yeah. mean. I think he was the one that all of us were like, okay, if we have to jettison one of them, let's jettison Teoscar I mean, Hernandez. He's been with the club for a couple of years now. He's made relationships. He seems and like he's an international player. Yeah. Uh, is Kevin Biggio going to slide in and be healthy and replace Simeon then? 
Maybe. I mean, there's still options out there in free agency market, but we can't do anything now because because uh, the CBA have locked out the yeah. Yeah, it led to a very exciting free agent yeah, signing. Everyone had to get their deals in before yeah. the. So that was <laughs> before cool. the new agreement goes in. It's like, oh fuck, what's what's gonna happen? Yeah. So you're telling me I shouldn't panic about Gossman because I'm I'm just no. I'm looking I'm looking at the stats I'm like you're pretty you're you're good yeah I I after reading the stuff and watching some videos and stuff I'm 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 fine with it well don't you know the probably would have said the same thing and I did say the same thing I thought last I I hate guys that just you know are pretty decent and I'm very suspicious when in your late twenties you have an incredible year. We could have on our hands another Jose Batista or another Roy Holiday after he got sent down and came back with that split finger because Gosman grew up as a huge fan of Holiday. And oh. I think that's where he got his inspiration. He, that's why he wears 34. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Oh, Damn. I can get behind this one. Okay. Yeah. He's a huge well, then, because yeah, now... he, he grew up a Holiday fan because not many baseball players come out of Colorado. Holiday was one of those players, and he's from Colorado. So, like, he was his idol growing up. Perfect. It's and, depressing that that people that we were sort of contemporaries like watched growing up. Now there's people pitching who are like, <laughs> I pitch and I wear this number because of someone that we watched like as adults. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's yeah, it's no good. <laughs> well, it's worse if you're that athlete. Who, like I, I forgot who's on uh, the Capitals, but he, uh, rookie goes up to a veteran says, I, "I watched you play, and you're my idol." grow up and he's on the team playing with the Vetchkin. Yeah. It's like it's like the scene in uh in Empire Records when yeah. the lady goes in and talks to Maxwell Caulfield and says, Oh, you were my favorite singer in high school and he's like, Oh, who's your favorite singer now? Still you. <laughs> Still you. That's right. Empire Records. I was just not the first time it's come up very recently. Again, I'm going to be say something very bold and brave. I don't think that movie holds up. Oh, God, no. Oh, okay, good. God, God, no. But it is such a guilty pleasure movie. Like, I, I watch it every Rex Manning day. Every Rex really? Manning day I watch it. Yep. Because there, there's something about that movie... It, oh, and you have to watch the extended version as well, not the... Not the... But it is objectively not good. No, it's a terrible movie. It's not a good movie. Nope. So why why are people this specifically to people our age? I love the soundtrack. Like love that soundtrack. But you can um, love a soundtrack and hate the movie. Absolutely. But I, I love the soundtrack. I, I, it just reminds me of being young. It just, it's not, just one of those things that it's like this makes me feel like I'm yeah. I'm young again. You know what I mean? It's weird. No. No, 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 but not in a sad way. But like, not in a sad way. Like, like it just—I don't know. So I was always curious about. Well, so let's talk about someone older than us, oh, older than me. God. Sorry. Oh, is it older Who than did? me? No. Fuck. <laughs> the other insane signing. Uh, oh Max yeah. Scherzer to the oh, Mets. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Uh, I'm oh, sorry. I opened the young Bill Belichick photo tab. Um, so you need Max, a minute. Kay's been the has the hand going. It's not that good. I'm just saying, like compared to what he looks like now, he was not. He did not always look like that. Maybe ten um, years of like, you know what? I've changed my money on Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, money. Oh, money. Um. So Max Scherzer is someone who has been incredible, obviously, his entire career. He signed for, uh, I believe the amount is a gajillion dollars. Yes, I believe that's the, the correct There's term. actually not even enough. You can't put that many zeros. So, it breaks but the he calculator. Is, he's 37, which is not young. No. It's old for a baseball player. It's not that old for a pitcher. Oh, that's old for a pitcher. I'm thinking like the, but maybe I'm just thinking of specifically knuckleballers who can pitch into their 40s quite well. well. Randy Johnson did it. Jamie Moyer did it. Not everyone's Randy Johnson. Not successfully as Randy Johnson, but Jamie Moyer was still a 
he was extremely old so and i guess so clock the contract's only three years so he will be 40. he's 130 million dollars and his his deal eclipsed garrett cole's 36 million dollars per year contract here's the math that i found very interesting max scherzer on average uh in the last five years throws three three thousand two hundred and sixty eight pitches per season He's getting paid $43 million a season. He will be paid about $13,000 every time he throws a ball. That's incredible. Each pitch is worth $13,000. And just to put it in perspective, opening day payrolls, Seattle Mariners will be at $57 million. The Cleveland now Guardians will be $46.7 million. Right. Then in third place, Max Scherzer, just Max Scherzer at $43.3 million, followed in fourth place by the Pittsburgh Pirates at 40.2, and then in fifth place, the Baltimore Orioles at 37. One man is making more than an entire opening day roster. And <laughs> let's not forget, he's getting $18 million deferred from the Nationals as well. This is insane. This is why people hate baseball. Oh, this is why they're also in the lockout because the players want more money. That's insane. From no. where? From where? From the revenues. According to the players union, the average player salary has decreased as revenues has increased. That's their argument. That's why they're in a lockout. And they don't like the service time, which I talked about last time with you. How yeah, these rookies no, and, are and that, their fair worth. Sure, and that's fine. Yeah. I can I can see them complaining about that. Yeah. But nah, man. Nah. Because let's not forget, like during these past couple of off, off season. There is this huge rumor with the players union saying that the owners are colluding and trying to drive player salaries down Good. because they're not signing these guys. Yeah, and then this happens. So yeah. there's no collusion. So shut up. <laughs> can we just can we just get it's the only league that doesn't have some form of cap. It needs no a hard cap. cap. No hard cap. It needs a cap. There's a luxury yeah. tax. Sure. Cap. Yeah, no, no, no. They need a cap. An because this, this, this is how this is why we get depressed. I get depressed as a Jays fan because it will never be able to. We couldn't pay. That yeah, we couldn't pay Scherzer that money. And, uh, I mean, we could. But here's but the then, thing. You know. Here's the thing. When when the Blue Jays are owned by fucking Rogers and their corporate oh, infighting, yeah. um, yeah, you know, like Rogers has that money. Like they do, uh-huh. they do. Uh-huh. Like think it's of your think of your lease. phone bill. Yeah, think of your phone bill and multiply that by about ten million, and that's how much revenue they have coming in every month. And that's just from your and phone that's just bill, from cell phone, right? Yeah. And take your cable bill and multiply yeah. that by about what? What do they got? Probably about the five thousand or f- sorry, five million customers yeah, there. Subscribers, yeah. Yeah. So so take that, multiply that by five million. Oh, there's just your cable. And then, and then take your home phone, which is about like ten people. Sure, and th- but I mean, like that's just two revenue streams. That's like that's not their TV money. That's not their uh, print media. That's not their radio media. Like Rogers has the money, uh-huh. so realistically, they, they could. could. They're not going to. No, no, because I think the Jays are a loss leader for them, but. You know? Yeah, that's like I and think it's proven that you know you don't have to have a super high salary to be right. competitive. No, you just I need mean, money Oakland, ball. Oakland, Tampa, yeah, just, money ball. Yeah, yeah. I just, but you I do need to have a high salary to win, though. Right. That's been proven. Yeah, Oakland, Tampa I, can can play winning baseball, but they can't win the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. I know we've talked about this before, but like it's worth. I love going back. I think like going back and watching Moneyball. And it's such a great movie, and then just being like, and they, but they still haven't fucking won. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know other teams, like the, the Red Sox, have taken the sabermetrics and really employed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, but they also have money. Yeah, but, and that's why we, they've won. But we talked about this, like, how, how the analytics have ruined sports. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's in... Did we talk about this last week? No, it's so with Tate. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, but it really has like it's it's ruined so much of of sports. Like, just I don't know. Well, like, it's not really. It, it, it's it's like when you see a magic trick and then it gets explained to you. Like, right. Well, then 
That's oh. right. Yeah, the magic's gone. Yeah. That's yeah. actually oh. a really good way to put it. I didn't even, yeah. yeah. Look at Mark. Yeah. So smart. I like Not that too. Back. I was I was just like Googling as well, um, you know, why Toronto is the signing free. Like, what is it? But that's the thing. They, they are signing these players. Like, I had a guy who, when the, the news came out that Robert was signed with Mariners, and one guy said, well, this is why the Jays can't keep him. They're not willing to spend the money. They spent money in Springer last year. They spent yeah. money on Ryu the yeah. year before. And they spent and they, money on Gosman this year. Yeah, Gosman. And they spent the same, oh, what, what is it, a million dollars off of what Robbie Ray got Five million difference. Yeah. Five million difference. I guess I'm just, I'm jealous of, like, what the Rangers are doing. And I'm like, why can't, why can't we do that? Yeah, but then, okay, well, we, so. We don't have to do that because we have a good core. Yeah. Just... So, but it's at least two things. So one, yeah. you'd have to be a Rangers fan. Nope. Two, you'd have to live in Texas. Yeah. So those are two negatives. Two big negatives. <laughs> there you go. So don't be jealous. Um, but I just <laughs> I didn't the forces in your contracts like that one. Oh right, Odor. Odor. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize about the taxes. The yeah. tax implications. Yeah, tax free as well in Dallas. I thought that was interesting because I didn't know. So American players in Canada pay tax on their Canadian sourced income. Most athletes are subjected to the maximum rate of fifty three point fifty three percent which is combined federal and provincial, uh, on the income earned while playing there. As U.S. residents, they will also be taxed by the IRS on all income. I forget the number, but it's something, there it is. Tax liabilities, for example, on $1 million in earnings could be upwards of $100,000 more for U.S. athletes playing in Canada. Hmm. Do you guys think that has anything to do with? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. That's why you would never so see someone like Tim days- Thomas playing in Canada. The Jays just huh? The Jays just have to offer a little bit. They would they, would they not have I, to offer a little bit more? Yeah, you would. You, you would I think, think it doesn't affect the superstars more, but it affects the the lower tier guys because their salaries are much lower. So, but if I'm let's just say I'm Marcus Simeon and the Blue Jays offered me a very similar deal, <laughs> wouldn't or the same deal? You'd st- would you not still sign with Texas because at the end of the day, I'm going to earn more. That yeah, the my... unless you want to, unless your goal is to win championships, then you stay in Toronto. Yeah, like do the Jays I... do the Jays need to offer ten percent more? I love how sure you are. Awesome. I love how sure you are that this is a championship caliber team. I I love it is how sure you are. So, I, I no, no, no. I'm I'm I I love it. I love that you're sure yeah. of it because that makes me like that fills me with hope. Oh because... yeah, because I'm not Chris Taylor making the opposite <laughs> predictions. That's right. So right. Here's my would you rather before we wrap it up. And we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. I, ha- I keep having one about Ben Simmons and I left it on as a joke. And then I forgot <laughs> to change it and do it again. So my would you rather for you guys, you have, you are a player in your thirties, early thirties. You're very good. Damn. So you're looking at a Marcus Simeon style deal. You have never won a championship. Mm-hmm. Are you signing with, Toronto for less money because they they have a very good chance of winning. Are you going to do what Marcus Simeon did? Is my would you rather? Are you going to sign with Toronto for less chance at winning a championship, or sign with Texas, who is offering you more money than God and entire family will be set up for three generations financially? Now, how significantly less are the Jays paying me in this scenario? Yeah, just percentage wise. Let's say twenty percent less. Or they're offering you one less year than what Texas is offering. 20% less and one less year? Yeah. Okay. So enough money, like more than we as as humans can fathom. Right. What Texas is offering him and what he signed for truly will set up his grandchildren probably yeah. for life now. Yeah. But you have not won. I'll, I'll go for... for me, oh, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, for me... For me, if I've already made some money and it's 20% and one less year, but I got a real good shot, I'm going for the championship because championships last forever and the money you can't take with you. Mm-hmm. And sure, my grandkids will be set up, but they'd be set up anyways because, uh, you know, what, what what's what's 20%? It's, you know, it's not that yeah, big of a so difference. I want, I want Mark's answer because I have, I have a point to yours too, Chris. My answer is 
basically based on what was his motivation to get into the sport to begin with. I'm not asking. I'm not asking Marcus Simeon. No, I'm asking you. you yeah, you, that's you. I, if I were a professional athlete, I would want to go for the championships because that's the glory you want. Yep. Right, and that's why I'm thinking with Simeon. I don't think that was his goal. You know, playing baseball. I mean, he stayed in Oakland. Right. And wanted to stay in Oakland. Right. His entire career because he's from that area. So yeah, my point, uh, what I was going to say is I agree with you, Chris. It's like when you get to a certain echelon financially, it, it's like it, money loses all meaning. Right. Yeah. When you're, when, think, when money just, when, when you don't have to be like, oh man, I really want to get this thing, but I, I, you know, I got to save for, for a couple months or a couple weeks when that doesn't exist anymore, then what mm -hmm. more do you need? You know a, championship. I mean? right, a championship because your name's on that trophy from now until the end of the time or whatever, you know, or yeah. until the, until baseball doesn't exist anymore. But you know, your, your name is in, in that forever. And if you're, if your grandkids go to school and they're like, Oh man, my, my grandpa was rich. So I'm wearing my cool, you know, Louis Vuitton sneakers. Yep. That's not as cool as saying my grandpa is, Series champion. My grandpa won the World Series with the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, in two thousand and twenty-three. Way back in the day, Korea and Solani both left the Ducks and signed one million dollar contracts with the Colorado Avalanche. Yep. To make a super team yep. in hopes of winning a cup, which was unheard of. Yep. One million dollars. Yep. I mean, they, they didn't win. But they didn't win, but but they they prioritized winning a championship yep. over money. Who else did, I, I who else did, did that? Who always... they, there's someone else who did that. Is it Joe Thornton? Well, Joe, yeah, Joe Thornton's just well, well, chasing one right yeah. now. Uh, Cujo, I remember when oh, uh, Cujo yeah. left, left the Leafs to sign with Detroit to be like, well, I he didn't take a pay cut, though. That's... He got paid well to go to Detroit. Yeah. No. Korean Solani took huge pay cuts because there was a peak. I thought, I really for some reason, I thought it was just one of them that took the one million. No, both of them. Okay. Yeah. I really need, it's a pet project that I want to do one on players that have publicly said I am chasing a championship and then not one. Uh, Joe uh, Thornton. A couple players did that, yeah. Joe Thornton, I know. Jason is doing it right now. Jerome McGinley did when he signed with Bob. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to sign with the Bruins to try and win a championship and then. <sighs> Anyone who joined the Red Wings yeah. in early 2000s, did, and they did win. Yeah. Yep. Luke Robitaille, Brett Hall, his second one. If only, Joe, if only Joe Thornton was a little bit younger, I think he he could tough it out with the Leafs, and maybe maybe they'd win. But alas, fine. No, that's First what I mean. Like if he was younger, he could have lasted two or three more years. When I think they might win. We'll see. You heard it. They're too good, Chris. It has to happen soon. First place in Easter Conference. I'm just. They finally have a goalie. I'm, I'm not buying Mark fucking. I'm not buying Mark <laughs> Copacabana. It's not happening. I've never oh. paid at Copacabana. I've never paid. Well, friends, uh, if you're wondering what that is, there's a long standing bet between Chris and Mark of whoever of their teams, the San Jose Sharks or the Toronto Maple Leafs, wins uh, the Stanley Cup first to the other will pay for a delicious Copacabana. I am just going to go and enjoy myself. Um, cause no one's offering me anything for Boston, even though they are very mediocre this year. Um, it's the goaltending. sports news we want to talk about? Other than Leafs being in first place? In the no, NHL we don't right want to now. talk about the Leafs being in first place. And Jacob DeBrock demanding a trade, even though he's like, you're not playing. Oh, he's I know, like, right? terrible, And though. you know what? He had to play last night because the AHL affiliate has a COVID outbreak, so they couldn't call anyone up to replace him. Uh, <laughs> it's just... And it then he got booed relentlessly by fans. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it's not a good move to demand a trade when you're you, when you're an okay player. Like Debrusque yeah. isn't bad, but he's he's okay. Yeah. Evander Kane has cleared waivers and is now okay. assigned to the AHL. As is Matt Murray. Wow. Oh, God damn it! These flash in the these flash in the pan goalies that are like. This guy's well, fucking incredible. I mean, at least Matt Murray has two cup rings. So he can That's plug true. his ears and with was, them? Yeah, and he <laughs> was a prominent 
player in both those cup runs. Right. Uh, well, friends, any other sports news you want to talk about? Talk about. Otherwise, I'm going to get this now passed out baby to bed. <laughs> uh, we are at Scotch Sporting on all social media platforms, except on Twitch and Discord. Sometimes when we are part of the Zaniacs. <laughs> the Zaniacs. I love it's it. It's time for... Oh, that doesn't fit. No, it doesn't fit. And, and we no. will we will play our favorite game next week of Will the Baby Be a Little Shit on a Wednesday? Uh, my uh, bet is yes. I'll make sure to text you guys tomorrow when he is a perfect angel asleep from 8 until 5 in the morning. <laughs> he shines with the camera. He just loves He it. loves being on the internet. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Ooh. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.